Welcome to Two Sweet Lambruscos. Long Loins, firm. The law firm. How's it going, man? The law firm of Long and Loin. It's good. Good. I hurt my foot like five years ago. And um, I go to my doctor. I'm go to sorry. my. how's it feeling? Uh, well, could be better. But that's the direction that this story is going to take us to is why it never completely I know, I tried to cul-de-sac you up a little bit right there. They tried to cul-de-sac me. I remember this one time I was recording out here with Zach and we had Derek on. And I threw the weirdest, like, sequence of questions at him at once. And he just boom, 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 right through him. And Zach and I were just like, wow. I was, he just, all right. (laughs) So it, like, wasn't funny because he, like, like, I was like, dude, that didn't even face him. It was just like, boom, 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 boom. Normal. Yeah. yeah, he's at the firing range, just fucking. You know? <laughs> yeah. And uh, you can't kill me. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I go to the doctor. I hurt my. <laughs> Disaster. I go to the doctor. I hurt my foot, and uh, I'm there talking to her, and she starts asking me all these questions that, in my head, aren't even relevant to me hurting my foot. So after like three what, minutes like your of talk- astrological sign and No, like- she was just like asking me about like my bathroom habits and stuff and like uh I guess it's normal things a doctor ask when you go see them because she was my brand new PCP, I'd never seen it before. But um the nurse I thought had already asked me all like the perfunctory things. But uh I'm talking to this doctor for like three minutes and she goes, Well, um we're gonna take some x rays and I would also recommend seeing a psychologist. What? Yeah, she, I go to the doctor with a hurt foot, and she told me to go see a psychologist. She's telling you it's in your head? No, 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 no. Okay. The foot was hurt, but she was like, I think you need to talk to somebody. Because like, she was asking <laughs> me these questions, and I'm just like, I told you I hurt my foot. What's that to do with how many times a day I take a shit? And she was just like, okay. And then I started bitching about uh, how, like, well, like, uh, like, the quality of life around me had nothing to do with my foot. Because she was asking me, like, how, like, you know, like, how's your uh, living situation? Yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, what the fuck does that matter? I didn't even get hurt at my house. She was like, oh, okay. And I think that they're now looking back on it. I think now the reason that she was asking me is because I told the nurse. Um, I'm sorry, it wasn't. It was like three years ago. I'm sorry. I was telling the nurse. I'm like, yeah. I was like, I don't drink or, or, uh, or, or use drugs. So I'm like, if anything gets prescribed, it has to be non-narcotic and all that shit. And so I think that's why the doctor was kind of like, okay, well, let me, this, this dude might be volatile, you know, like he's newly sober. How did he hurt his foot? Maybe he relapsed, got drunk and fell. Maybe he was taking a shit when he was drunk. He slipped off the toilet. You, you accidentally checked off like 19 of their red flags. <laughs> right. 20, 20 right. red flag questionnaire. Right. And they're like, we need to get you. Yeah, we'll, we'll help your foot. But I think more importantly, let's get you in there and get that head shrunk a little. Yeah. And, she, and, uh, and so at the end of the appointment, I'm like sitting on the table, swinging one of my like legs, and the other one I can't swing because it hurts. <laughs> and uh, she comes back in with like a wheelchair and like the six foot eight fucking like dude. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> I was like, who is this guy? She's like, he's going to take you to the x-ray room. He's the x-ray tech. And I'm like, why is he so fucking big? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I swear to God, the doctor looks at the guy and goes, see what I mean? <laughs> and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, all right, let's go lurch. And I fucking 
go to jump off the table. He sees it coming from a mile away. Yeah. Stops me because yeah. of my foot. Yeah. He's like, buddy, what are you doing? You can't jump off the table. You got a broken foot probably. I'm like, all right. And he like put his arm right, got me down. He's like, this is like the sweetest guy. Yeah. And the doctor was really sweet. So he's like wailing me there. I'm just like stewing at how much of an asshole I was. I'm wishing I hadn't done that. Yeah. And I'm like, hey man, I'm sorry. He's like, yeah, it's all right, man. I get it. You're having a bad day. You're at the hospital. And I'm like, yeah, I am, I guess. He goes, well, let's hope that foot's not broken. <laughs> Brings me in there, x-rays me. The doctor's like, you see this area right here? After she was done, after the x-ray and everything, she goes, that's not a break, but she's like, it could break. So you have two options. You break it, put a cast on it, so it's clean break, it'll heal, or... You just kind of let it be. And I'm thinking to myself in my head, I'm like, I'm so fucking hungry. I'm like, ah, whatever. I'll just keep it. Just give me a boot or something. And I let my hunger and my bad attitude prevent my foot from doing the right thing and healing. So every once in a while, I still get a little bit of pain in the um Is it top of your foot? Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah there's a lot going on there. There's, six, there's like 60 bones in your foot. Yeah, it's pretty Not intense. Not one of them broke. She was like, I've never seen this before. Yeah. So she's like, well, this brand, like, what do you mean you're going to break my foot? I'm like, it's not broken. It's fine. She goes, well, no, it's not. She's like, you also, because at, at the time, where, what I was doing for work, I wasn't on my feet a lot. Like, I was at Gatorade. Um, so I was like, I had to sit in an office. And she was like, and I was going to, but I was going to the gym with Dawn like four days a week. Mm -hmm. And she goes, if you're going to the gym four days a week, that foot is not, it's going to break. Mm -hmm. And it's going to not be a clean break. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Thinking to myself, I'm like, uh... And after I got something to eat and I calmed down, I was like, fuck. I'm like, that was a stupid decision. I'm like, ah, whatever, I'll live with it. Yeah. In the past, I can't change it. And then like the other side of my brain's going, yeah, you can. Yeah. You can yeah. call your doctor and be like, look, I'm sorry about earlier. Yes, come break my foot. Come break it. Yeah, so, oh. so, uh, so the other day, the reason I bring that story up... The other day, I was in the kitchen, and I, I, I told uh, this guy, Kyle, that lives here about it because he had hurt his foot. So, like, oh, yeah, I remember this time I hurt my foot. And so, like, I told him, and, like, two days later, he's in the kitchen. He's like, so, Rosie, you went to the doctor with a broken foot. She told you to see a psychologist? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that checks out. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. It reminds me, uh, my buddy had a, I think we talked about this, just a, called a Liz Frank injury, which is the top of your foot. It's yeah. Broken. He like pulverized one of his. Well, he played basketball. Guy landed on top of his foot. Ooh, yeah, pretty bad. But um, so I take him down to the doctor, and uh, we get the X-rays. I loved this podiatrist. He was so uh, matter of fact and to the point. You know, he walks in from across the room. He sees the X-ray, and he and I are looking at the X-ray, waiting for him yep. on the computer, just looking at it like, I don't know, that looks. I don't see any like lines. I don't see any breaks. And he walked from across the room and goes. Oh yeah, that's broken. That's a serious injury. That's gonna require surgery. My buddy just like turns right. white as it goes. So we're in the another room later, and there, there's like three beds in there where they put people before they get them out of there for yep. the day. And there's this girl with her mom, and uh, <laughs> she's trying. We surmise she's trying to get like a a doctor's note so she didn't have to go to work. And uh, this same doctor who's so fucking matter of fact comes mm -hmm. in and he's like alright so we've done everything we can you're good to go she goes I mean will I be able to walk again he goes what 
<laughs> I was like, what do you mean? You walked in here. <laughs> and, and the mom's like, and he's, he, he's like, I, I don't understand. What are you saying? Will you walk again? He goes, it, it's like a very light sprain. Nothing's broken. Yes, I think you'll walk again. <laughs> And he's just giving her the business because yeah. he's just, he realizes too that she's trying to just get a like a note. right right and and wasting his day and her time right. and his time and and uh he's like well you know uh she goes well how do I get down from this bed he goes well you swing your legs over <laughs> and then you put your feet down this is very like he explaining goes, life is and like then this he realizes like okay all right so if you like I'll lower the bed a little bit would that help. And she goes, yes. And he starts lowering the bed. And one of the carts had, had, had wedged, was underneath the bed, like the overhang of the bed. Yeah. So as it starts to lower, it catches on the cart and starts tilting her forward. And she's refusing to, like, help out in this situation. Right. She, in her mind, she's like a, a sweet baby that needs to be cradled mm-hmm. and held and walked to her car and put to like bed. Like somebody from Malibu. Yes. Yeah. But she's a bigger gal, and so now the weight—the weight of her plus the bed being canted—is starting to pitch her forward, <laughs> and it's to the point where she's about ready to roll off. Right. And he goes, he goes, Miss, 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 you're gonna fall. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, and she kind of rolls her head like, Oh, and he goes, Oh my God, and he goes, Oh the cart, he goes just. Can you put your legs on the ground, please? We, I, I, I need this bed. And she swings her legs over and she goes, ow. And he goes, would you like a wheelchair? She goes, yes. Oh, my God. And the mom's clutching her purse the whole time. Like, oh, please take care of my baby. It sounds, that sounds like a story from Buffalo. But like somebody who like grew up there and then moved to a place where people have like, you know, actual problems, not like Buffalo problems. And they're trying to navigate life. You know that the fucking Buffalo Bills, you know that the governor of New York just funded a billion dollars to give them a new fucking stadium of taxpayers' money. First of all, how the fuck does that shithole even make enough money for that? And why are they doing that? Because they have a good team. It's a thing. No, they don't. No, they fucking don't. They have Maybe a team that fucking loses. Is that what the Bills is short for? Billionaires? Boy, I love losing Super Bowls. That's bad. Yeah. Are we going three weeks in on Buffalo? I'm going to talk about him every week. Okay. It's just that this... It's like, I, I heard that Buffalo? news. And, and here's another thing I should probably not do. Um, I, I, when, I, um, when I was going to college there, um, and even after I graduated, even till now, um, they have a great fucking uh, sports writer there. Two of them, Mike Waters and Brett Axe. They're, they're great. They cover Syracuse basketball. They're very good at their job. And they're also, like, very... Um, Aware, like they understand that, like they're not like, oh, you know, we're the best team, we're gonna win every week. Like they analyze the game from like almost a neutral um, standpoint, but they're also very much like they love Syracuse, they love the basketball. Wow, wait team. a minute, you're talking about objective journalism? Yeah, I've mm-hmm. I've heard of such a thing. Right, but I, where I'm from, dude, that's why it was such a breath of fresh air because these Boston sports gosh, writers nice. are such fucking idiots, dude. They're like shit, like over everything, and it's like. They're like, don't even give the other team a chance. I remember one year, the Pats were playing the fucking Saints, and the Saints were like 11-1. and one. Drew Brees was on a fucking tear. He had like 30 touchdown passes and two interceptions. 
And these guys are like, oh, the Pats are the best. They got no chance. And the Saints fucking whooped them. And then the next week, they're like, it was a fluke. It's, you guys are so fucking stupid. Too homie. You know? Yeah. But these other guys, so I, I still subscribe to the Syracuse uh, Journal. Like, I get um, the digital copy of it every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so you hear a lot about Buffalo because the Bills of the Syracuse, that's their football team and everything. So I heard about uh, Governor Pritzker uh, uh, approving this fucking billion-dollar, like, uh, new stadium. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you guys are going to pay a billion fucking dollars to what? To, you know, you're going to lose in fucking high class? Like, what the fuck, dude? I wrote a letter to her. I was like, listen, Governor. I'm like, you've done a great job. And she has. She's done a great job navigating after Como got fucking got the hook. And, um, you know, I'm sorry, the mayor. She's the mayor of Buffalo. I'm sorry. Not the governor. But the governor co-signed on it. They have to. But I wrote a letter to her. And I was like, don't do this. I'm like, you understand that where you live is a shithole. You get that. I know you're in Albany. You know, at the Capitol House and everything. But, like, it's a fucking shithole. They haven't won. They're never going to win. The Jets will win before the Bills do. Don't fucking do it. And I get an email back from someone in her staff. Thanks for your input. And I was like, well, good. They read it. They're like, have you considered seeing a psychologist? Yeah. <laughs> like the doctor. Yeah, like you graduated from Syracuse. You understand that there's this thing, there's this thing out there called fucking mental health. And <laughs> I'm just like... Oh my god, why do they do it? A billion fucking dollars, dude. Like, like when they were going to move the Pats out of Foxborough and move them to Hotfit, um, um, Kraft had a decision to make. Do I move them or do I invest in the team here? And if what had happened didn't happen with Bledsoe getting hurt and Brady coming in, he would have moved them. I, I guarantee you he would have moved the Patriots. Yeah. Um, but... The, I mean, the team made the decision for him. When was Gillette built? Uh, 2002. The, yeah. the first, the year the Pats won their first Super Bowl was the last year at Foxborough Stadium. So they came in as defending champions their first year at Gillette. So they had won a Super Bowl, so then it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right, let's renovate the stadium. That was the year. Like, do you see the, do we, do we, do we tear down Fox? Because Foxborough Stadium is getting tore down regardless. Mm-hmm. Do we tear down the stadium and build a new one here? Or do we tear it down and move the team to Connecticut? And then they won a Super Bowl. Yeah. So he had that. So option. Kraft was like, "We're staying." Yeah. You know, and originally it was called CGI, which is a company based out of New England, which is a, um, I think they're uh, a, uh, I don't even remember, but there was that for one year, and then Gillette was like, "Well, we want to be in the Tom Brady business," so they were like. You know that all that money you just spent on your new stadium? You know that new Here's three quarters of it back. <laughs> that new clean shaven uh, young buck you got there? Mm-hmm. Let's make him uh, exactly. Razors. And guess who Gillette's new spokesperson was? Tom Brady. Thomas Brady? Thomas Edward Brady Jr. I thought it was William. Edward. Okay. It's that you You know that Jim Beheim went to Syracuse. Played for Syracuse. He's from Lions, New York, and he's been the coach there for 48 years. That guy is like Syracuse. Yeah. Like, it's synonymous with it. I remember the first time I met him. Did you know Bill Bolton? I was so a pretty good fucking nervous. 
Bill Buckner was a great ball player. He was. He made one error. I know. And that's what, that's another thing about Boston fans. What do you give the guy a fucking you, break? You hear about the kid from Alec Bo- Alec Bohm, the third baseman for the uh, Phillies? No. Yesterday, he had three errors in three innings, and they were bad. They caused runs, you know, mm. the whole thing. Who'd they play? Uh, the Mets? I don't, I don't know. And uh, But he's playing third base. That's three, a tough position. Fuck, you're so close to the fans. Yeah. And he, he <laughs> three errors in one game, and the camera catches him mouthing, I fucking hate this place. Awesome. <laughs> and, awesome. And then he had to like, well, you know, in the moment, um, obviously I love yeah, this place. Yeah, give the guy a break. He's human. He's a kid. He's yeah. Just, and he's, he's got a, there's a young rookie that's, I mean, they're both young, but the rookie's coming up, making a lot of waves. And their defense is already horrible. And the only reason I know that is because I play fantasy baseball. They're talking about how oh, their so offense exhausting. is going to be I don't know how you great. do that. Their offense will be great this year, but their defense is, is horrible. Their fielding is horrible. And uh, here's this kid, four games, six games, whatever it is, into the season. Yeah. Already going, I effing hate this place. Yeah. Uh, on his home, home, they're booing him like crazy. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. Philly, New York, Boston, it's like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I'm not saying I'm not proud of where I'm from, and I, 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 I'm not grateful that I grew up in a place that has great education. You know, great healthcare. Uh, it's clean. You know, it's safe. But um, sometimes it's just like sports convolute people so much and make them into such bad people. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, like some guy, let's say that a player, like Johnny Damon, fans loved him. He hit the grand slam in game four. Like he was just like revered in Boston. He signs with the Yankees. Now they hate this guy. Because he's wearing a different fucking uniform. It's like, yeah, he goes to the Yankees, but big fucking deal, dude. But of all the if you don't realize that this is all about money, like, there's no loyalty in yeah. fucking sports anymore. No, there's not. Like, there's certain players who stick their whole career with one team. Kobe with the Lakers, you know? Uh, and, and, and Larry Bird with the Celtics. You know, they, they just stay where they are and play. And that's was such an admirable thing to do in sports. and um, But, I mean, then again, I mean, Bus knew I got to pay this guy. He can't leave, <laughs> you know? Yeah. He's like, he demanded Shaq get traded, and Bus was like, you better fucking win. Yeah. You better fucking win, Kobe. Mm-hmm. And what did he do? Yep. He won. Can't get rid of that guy. And, and nowadays, it's like a player will come to a team, he'll play for like a couple seasons, he may, may even win a championship, then he'll leave. It's like, be grateful you got to see a championship, mm-hmm. you know? Like, and honestly, I, at, at my age, um, I've seen a lot of championships in Boston. And I've seen even a championship at Syracuse when Melo was there. And that, to me, was the most endearing one, mm-hmm. seeing Syracuse win uh, in the Celtics. But, like, at the end of the day, it's like, dude, why do you give a shit? It's like, dude, the guy came here. He won. He's a winner. Other teams want him. Because he has a proven track. He's a good guy in the clubhouse. Like, just be grateful and cheer for the guy. Who fucking cares? It, it, it's, it's such a... Sports make people so fucking... Like, all logic and reason goes out the window. Especially in Boston. You know? And, uh... Yeah, it's a weird thing, dude. It's a weird thing. It's, it's not that. weird. It's, it's selfish entitlement. Yeah. It's I, like, oh, no, you have to stay here. I think I told you I was out in the left field pavilions, which is the cheap seats at Dodger Stadium, but that's also where the real fans are. 
when I say real fans, I mean the really vocal ones are hanging out. Like the ones that beat the fuck out of people in the parking lot and almost kill them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So... Anyway, real fans, where, real fucking psychos. Anyway, that's where I like to sit when I go to Dodger <laughs> Stadium. And, I know. Um, you, have a, you have a weird proclivity towards, like, people who don't act normal. Yeah, that's because I feel at home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but this nice Cardinals fan, who, of course, everyone says are the nicest fans in baseball... The most polite. They'll if they get no hit by another an opposing pitcher, they'll stand and and give them an ovation at the end of the won't. game. They do, yeah. Really? Yeah, really? they do. But um, so here's this nice uh, Cardinals fan. He's got his arms full of, you know, food, <laughs> big old drink, and he's just walking back, wearing his Cardinals hat and jersey, walking back uh, to his seat. Right along the the, yeah. the outfield. Humpty Dumpty sitting yeah, on the wall. Walking. Yeah, yeah, and some. Just massive cholo uh, with like LA tattooed on his cheek, like the Dodgers. So, in case he loses his hat, he'll remember who his favorite team is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it had more to do with his affiliations outside of the ballpark. Sure. Than the team actually sure. on the field. But, yep. anyway, him and all his buddies are there, huge group. And he just takes a, a mustard dog and just whips it down at this guy. A Dodger dog covered in mustard? He threw it at him? Just a shitload of mustard. And it hits this guy in the face and shoulder, and he drops all his food, and they just start laughing. And he just puts his head down, and even that, you know... That's they, so fucking... That's so it, fucked it up. Made, it made us so angry, because it was so... This guy's just walking... It's through. so classless. It's the worst. Yeah. And, uh, and actually, uh, uh, an older Mexican lady stood up in the front row, and she cursed those dudes out. And she's wearing all Dodgers gear. She yeah. cursed those dudes out, and she goes... Mijo, come with me. Let me. This is not how we are. Mijo, come with me. Let me buy your all all your food and all that. And then, um, yep. Sure enough, the guy came back, and now he's got mustard stains yeah. all over everything. And um, and people kind of were big up in him a little bit. And those guys got kicked out. You know, those yeah. cholos, they got kicked out. Yeah. But it. You just you're like why? Right. I went to one Dodger. Why? I what, what is St. Louis and LA? <clears throat> right. They have no beef. Right. I I went to one Dodgers game. Um, the Dodgers were playing the um, Padres, and uh, I like the Padres. I'm a, I, Padres are my NL team. Um, but I show up at the game. Why? Um, well, the thing, I'm a big Hosmer fan, and when I moved out here, oh, he got okay. traded to the Padres. Right, so I kind of chose them as my West Coast. So I'm not going to root for the Angels and the fucking Dodgers. Um, so I'm not. I'm not. I know. You know what it takes for I the Dodgers. You know what it takes. Giants fan because they don't like the Dodgers. No, I don't. I don't like the Giants either. I, well, I like Lincecum, but um, I, I. Uh, yeah, he's great. But I'm not going to support a team that can only win when there's no fans there. Like, okay, Dodgers win a World Series, all the fans are gone. Oh, Kershaw can pitch now. Holy shit! Fans come back. <laughs> Give me a break. So I go to the Dodgers game. And um, I got a Red Sox hat on, a uh, white T-shirt, and I think shorts. And uh, this one guy, like, said something. He's like, oh, yeah, boss. I turn around. I go, yeah, what a fucking about him. And the guy was just like, nothing. <laughs> like, sat down. I like, sat down. Dude. Nobody said a thing to me the whole game. Yeah. It's like, I walked into that place, and my mindset was, same mindset if I get sent to prison. Rape the biggest, baddest guy in front of everybody right when you get there. And, like, you let him know. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, my buddy I was with, um, wild god, dude. This dude, this dude I met when I was uh, tutoring at Golden West, he was like 34, and he was in like a second semester at Golden West. Mm-hmm. 
and <laughs> just very fucking like he was hilarious. But uh, like the first time I tutor him, he comes in and he sits down. He's like, "I'm just gonna let you know, I'm a little old to be here, but I'm really trying." And I'm like, <laughs> "Right on, dude." That's right. Yeah. And then after after I got done tutoring him, and he was when I was tutoring him, he was serious. Mm-hmm. He was like paying attention and asking questions and stuff. And he's like, "Hey, man," he goes, "I got an extra ticket to the Dodgers game." He's like, and I, my buddy, I had to back out. He's not feeling well. It's tomorrow night. You want to go? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And he's a big guy, too. You know? And so we show up, and this one guy, he's had his Dodgers hat on, you know, and his Dodgers t-shirt. And uh, and at one point during the game, um, the Dodgers had just gone ahead. They were down the whole game. And I was kind of like, ah, fuck. And he's like, yeah, he's not so loud now, is he? He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a great dude. Then he moved home. He's from Arizona. He moved back home, and uh, he'll just every once in a while he'll text me and be like, "Hey, dude, I just I just finished my third year and yada yada yada." I'm like, "Ah, right, good for you, man." Yeah, he's a good dude. The, the live games are fun, man. This really what it is is a collection of loosely drunk people in a large environment, kind of. Oh yeah, my buddy got hammered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at Dodger Stadium, you'll see the beach balls, of course, and then every now and then a blow up doll, a sex doll will mm-hmm. just come floating out of the upper deck. Yeah, Don, Don and I try to go to an Angels game. He likes to go every year. And uh, we get those seats like underneath the, um, like the... The overhang? Yeah, the overhang. So we're like right, um, like it's like up the fucking first baseline, but like back a few rows. Mm-hmm. Now those are the best place. That's the best place to sit because you're not in the sun. Yeah, you get the shade. Yeah, they're like 20 bucks a ticket. Yeah. You know? Yeah, dude, by, usually by midsummer, you can get a ticket for five bucks. Uh, yeah, so we went. Walk, in, walk and sit pretty much anywhere you want. Right before the pandemic, um, we went, uh, the Red Sox were in town for four games. And that, that's, Don yeah. knows that's what I want to go. Yankees, Red Sox, those, those games are packed. Yeah. Yeah, but this game though, dude. The Angels were already out of playoff contention. They were having an awful year. Um, they were already did their call ups, and uh, like I think the only person on their team that like started was the the second baseman of the shortstop who's really good. What the hell was his name? I don't remember. And like Pujols, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And um, dude, by the third inning, it was like nine to nothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, JD Martinez was up at two one. And fucking to do first pitch, crack. Dude, that place emptied out. All the Angels fans <laughs> yeah. just left. Yep. It's fucking 12 to nothing in the third inning. Dude yeah. just gave up a three-run homer. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking around, and I'm looking at Dawn, and I'm like, let's think you're on my turf now. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, dude, he's like, oh, yeah, they get their asses kicked. Well, dude, uh, along the, uh, the wall out there in center field, there's the, it's called the Coors Light Lounge. Yeah, that's got the... Um, it's got a shitload of TVs, mistress. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You, yeah. St- you have a yep. great view of the game. I've never sat there, but I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, and it's a kind of uh, not as crowded as you know the rest of the state. It's a good spot. I um, I, I do like live sports. I um, Nathan and I go see the Bruins and the Ducks play when they come in. And uh, I went to a Celtics-Lakers game, like, my first year out here. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. And then Bobby took me to the game um, this season when they played in L.A. Because the Celtics beat him up in Boston. And then Lakers beat us in a close one. We were at that game. He brought me for my birthday. And um, he didn't tell me how good the seats were until we got there. Oh, that's cool. So, because the company he works for, he he works for a company that does... um, like they do like workman's comp and HR packages for companies, stuff like that. And um, 
he's been kind of like vetting me to get a job there. And I'm like, Bobby, I don't want to do what you do. Mm-hmm. But there's good perks to the job. Sounds like he gets to travel. He gets fucking tickets to games. So he brings me to the game for my birthday. We go get food first. We get dinner. And then we go to the game. And um, he was like, well, I figured, you know, you've been sober for a couple years. You know, you're getting a little bit older. How often are you going to get this opportunity? And I'm like, you think I can't? I'm not going to make the fucking money to be able to do this. That was my mindset. But he brings me there. This is his way of being nice. And we're, yeah. yeah. And we're like, um, like here's the... Um, the uh, home side, they, they shoot in this one uh, first and then last. and the, Or, I'm sorry, second and then last it was, I think. That's the side we were on, yeah. So it, was, it might have been the, I don't remember. But we were 10 rows back um, on, like, we were 10 rows from the floor. Damn. Like, within the hoop was, like, right here. So we were on the side, not behind. Mm-hmm. And uh, we keep, we get it, we keep going down and down and down and down. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. And we were, like, on the other side of where the Celtics bench was. So, um, yeah, it was a great experience. And um, and we're in the section where, like, you have to spend so much money to sit there that people aren't risking getting thrown out and, like, talking shit, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So it was a – dude, we have to get up. We had fucking the waitress to come down. What do you guys want? And I was just like, this is unbelievable. And, uh, yeah, it was a great experience. And um, the whole game, I didn't talk shit about the Lakers. I wasn't being, like, a typical Celtics fan. Uh, even when we left, I'm like, dude, I'm not going to, like, talk about how much I hate the league. You just treated me. Mm-hmm. Like, to, like, these seats are, like, probably 1200 bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. Especially at the Staples Center. Yeah, it was unbelievable. That's awesome. Yeah, and then two weeks later, he brought me to a Kings game. Uh, Kings were playing the Ducks in uh, L.A. He's a big Ducks fan. Again, three rows up from the glass, right behind the Kings bench. Hockey is so dope live. Mm-hmm. I, I was probably in my late 20s when I finally saw a hockey game live I was so uh, it was awesome live dude um, it's cool on TV but I just didn't grow up watching hockey I mean we had yeah. Gretzky and I watched him but yeah you got to watch the great one yeah yeah yep. but uh, I, you know I didn't really follow I liked uh, hockey video games you know yeah for me it was all it was all Celtics and Bruins growing up you know yeah. like I uh, football was always on you know, and I, I rooted for the pads. I was like, but like, I wasn't like the kind of guy where like I'd plan out what I was going to do on Sunday during the week. You know, like a lot of people back there. Uh, uh, one year, my buddy had a big bonfire. Uh, Pats were playing like on Sunday night, and um, it was a big game. I don't remember who they were playing, but my buddy got a fucking started this like bonfire, and uh, everybody brought like food over. Dude, I was so hammered mm-hmm. by like three o'clock. Mm-hmm. I was so hammered by like three o'clock that I, I uh, missed the game. Well, I, I no, I, I passed out, and um, it was fucking not like this is end of the season. This is like December, mm-hmm. chilly. Yeah. And uh, so I pass out like sitting up, like a drink in my hand, like up against like a snowbank. Mm-hmm. And uh, my buddy came up to me. I guess it was like an hour later, and just threw. A fucking cup of vodka in my face. He's like, hey, wake up. I'm like, is that fucking vodka? He's like, yeah, dude, the game's on. I'm like, oh. I'm like, did I piss myself? He goes, no, that's the vodka. I'm like, oh. I'm like, all right. He goes, you hungry? I'm like, I'm going to throw up. And I got up, puked, kept drinking. I don't remember who won the game. But that's, like, how serious I took football. I didn't really, like, care. And it got to the point where I'm like, dude, 
the Pats are going to make the playoffs. They're going to go to the Super Bowl. Like, I, I don't need to watch every waking moment of it, you know? <laughs> but the best football game I've ever seen, hands down, was that 28-3 comeback. Like, that was unbelievable, dude. That was dude. incredible, dude. Yeah. That was, that was insane. Um, it, 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 it was um, the yeah, one time I remember being, like, completely engaged in the game. Yeah, I remember two... I don't remember that many Super Bowls because my Packers haven't been in them in a while. But you're a Packers fan? I thought you were a Rams fan. No, 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 Packers. I grew up a Rams fan, and then they moved in. Uh, yeah, turncoats. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but that was what's his name that no, did that? No, it was Georgia. Yeah, her, her name Georgia. Was Georgia Frontier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying they went to Georgia. I'm like, when the fuck did they go to Georgia? No, her husband. <laughs> her husband, who we all, you know, the fans like, died, and she just. They offered a lot of money in St. Louis, and so she took the, the team. Dude, back. I would totally fuck Jeannie Buff. Cool. Let's call her. Got a number? We could find it. I would pretend to be a Lakers fan if I could like have an hour with her. She's pretty hot. She's pretty great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is. And she's so much better. She. Than I, I think she's exceeded expectations. I don't think people had a lot of uh, a brother. Yeah. I don't know that much. I, I just looked her up one day when I when I when um I don't know. I was looking for some ammo for something. And I looked her up and I was like, oh wow. Good looking woman for a chick that's what, sixty? Yeah, she's great, dude. Yeah. She's yeah, she's 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 done a good job. Yeah. She she's more like her dad than her father, but her What the fuck? It's okay, man. It's okay. It's a very fragile point right now. Yeah. Should we take a break? No. Yeah. Take a break. So before I say something nice again about the Lakers, let's... Yeah, we don't want to... It's not your fault. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about our sponsor, our website, our YouTube channel, Australia, and uh, that you should, one, never fight a man with a perm, and two, <laughs> what? never make a promise with a boner. Welcome back to Sweet Lambruscos. Long and firm. If you uh, want to learn more about us, uh, which I don't know why you would have to, put it all out here in the podcast, just flop it on the table. You can visit our website, zombieatispodcast.org. You can go to our YouTube channel to watch video clips. It's uh, ZEP Presents Two Sweet Lambruscos. And you can go to all major platform podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and Breaker. Yay, yay! Uh, to listen to full episodes of our podcast. And you do not need a premium subscription to any of those platforms to enjoy our content because we are listener-supported. If you would like to make your own podcast but you don't know what you're doing, I recommend using our Rebel Radio's Captivate.fm. They give you one week for free to help you get your first 100 listeners. And they have a podcasting academy to teach you all the ins and outs of podcasting. Fladong. So we're almost um, at the point where um, we are eligible for uh, monetization. And I um, am not surprised that uh, this push towards um, being a podcast where people are going to want to sponsor us and, you know, have us um, do uh, sponsored ads uh, in large part due to our fan base in Australia. And um, 
it just blows people's minds and they're like, how? what is the deal with you in Australia? Like, how is this happening? Yeah, consider me one of them. <laughs> so I decided that what we're going to do is um, I'm going to get in contact with our fan base in Australia and then we're going to have a session called Ask an Aussie. Oh, cool. And what that's going to be is uh, exactly what it sounds like. Hey, what are you... <laughs> So uh, what we could do is I'm going to uh, have, have people, uh, you know, send in a question and then we'll ask the question to the Aussie and then they'll reply and, and, and answer it. So um, I, I, I think that it's going to be funny because people are going to be like, oh, why do you like the podcast so much? They're going to be because it's funny and that's going to be it. I'd like, yeah, I'm interested in this. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's more of a social experiment where I'm going to be like, what was the genesis genesis of it though? Like, what, like, 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 how, how did this Aussie explosion happen for us? You know like, what, well, what catapulted you know me like to Aussie lore? The Australians I've met, or the people that I've known that have gone to Australia and come back, it's just um, like I grew up in a kind of family where you just handle things on your own. You uh, you. There was common sense that was fairly common sense. And then you would just kind of like, it was practical. And, 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 and I, there was no bullshit, but there was no, but, but then people made an effort to be funny and, uh, you know, say things that were funny and do things that were funny for the benefit of everyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, it sounds like a kind of a cool place full of ex-convicts and then also ex-jailers all mixed together it's kind of a great why would you say that why would you bring up something like that that's how it started that's how australia started well the australia we know today that's not my australia what's your australia the kinks and the song they wrote about australia it's called australia how does it go i'm not really a very good singer Okay, well, can you read the lyrics? Sure. I can read the lyrics. Yeah. While I'm doing this, um, do you want to tell us about your dance? What dance? Exactly. Uh, See, it uh, says it's it's, it's all... They're praising how much better Australia is than America. Okay. So, Australia, the chance of a lifetime. Australia, you get what you work for. Nobody has to be any better than what they want to be. Australia, no class distinction. Australia, no drug addiction. Nobody's got a chip on their shoulder. We'll fly down to Sydney for a holiday on a sunny Christmas day. No one hesitates at life or beats around the bush in Australia. So, if you're young and you're healthy, why not get a boat and come to Australia? Dude, that's all the shit I was just trying to articulate. They yeah. Do it much better. Well, because I'm reading the Ray Davies lyrics. <laughs> Ray Davies. He's the lead singer of the Kinks. I know. Brother Dave is the guitar player. Dave Davies. Come Dave on. Davies, Death of a Clown. It's amazing. Come on. They're my favorite band. They're the brothers. Nope. They're the brothers. Nope. Who are the brothers? The two options that you didn't pick. Well, there's th- many options. Those two? They are my all-time favorite music. Well, they're British. Y'all look alike back then. With the bowler hats and the haircuts and the, you know. Yeah. 
very serious, but like we're really a kind of band that got banned from playing in America for eight years because of our raucous behavior. That's why they didn't achieve the same level of um, fame in the states that like bands like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones they and got the that Beatles look going on. They were banned from playing in America. Yeah. For like eight years because they went there on a tour and they fired their uh, touring manager. So they were there just like no supervision. <laughs> they <laughs> so got up to some shenanigans. They were up to no good, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The, the thing is, is like my taste in like culture and art and music is like the way that you, some of the terms you use is like kind of like the way I am with music like that era mm -hmm. you know but i'm not very old-fashioned in that sense but i mean all the music i really love except you know some modern hip-hop is all from like the 60s and uh, my taste in literature you know runs toward the classics mm -hmm. uh even my taste in like television you know like i i, I love fucking colombo I, I, that was a great show yeah matlock you know kojak all that stuff and uh a lot of that had to do with my dad um, introducing me to really, really great music at a very young age. My sister as well. And um, it's, just, it's just so much easier back then. It's so much more watchable and listen to it. Like, it just seems like when I'm listening to that music and when I'm like reading a, like an older book, like I love Albert Camus, I just feel like I'm in a world where there aren't any problems. You know, I feel like I'm in a place where like I can just get away from all this insanity and just be in my own, like, comfortable uh, world of my own creation. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it's so much, it's such an easier way to live. You know, like, I leave this house and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? You know, I walk outside and I'm like, there are so many problems. I would love to go to Australia. I actually considered um, studying at uh, New South Wales University mm -hmm. in Australia. That would be amazing. Absolutely amazing. They have a great fucking um, uh, political science uh, program there. Uh, the School of uh, Politics. This is unbelievable. And I seriously considered it. I really considered it. Um, but at this point now, uh, you know, as far along as I am at, uh, at uh, Syracuse, it wouldn't make any sense to go there, one. And two, going there and not going to school, I would have to go there to work. I have to get a work visa, but it's like, Hardest do I really want to start my career in politics in Australia? No, I can't because I have to learn their government system. It's way different than the one I'm learning about now. I'm not studying it. I, my last international uh, relations class, I thought international politics class I took was like my sophomore year at Hughes. And, um, and I really liked it, but uh, I'm not just going to walk into a new country with no real working knowledge of how their government operates, very minimal knowledge, and expect to get hired somewhere. <clears throat> I'd be shooting myself in the foot. Uh, That'd be as I, dangerous. I, I think you could probably figure something out. That's the thing. I'm not going to go to another country hoping to figure something out. That's like fighting a man with a perm. Yeah, so what the fuck? No man's land. What are you talking? I wouldn't fight a man with a perm, right. first of all. But just I, a statement of fact. As soon as you said that, that checked out in my mind. Yeah. But now I'm curious as to why you, why, you know, where you're coming from with that. Not nowhere. It's just something I think it would be a foolish thing to do. Just apropos of nothing. Nothing. 
Guys got a perm. Don't fight for them. Don't. Don't no. do that. Guys who have perms <laughs> who are confident enough to wear a perm nowadays. What about a guy with a mullet? Yeah, I'll fuck that guy up. See, the guy with the perm made a conscious choice. I'm going to go in here. I'm going to get a perm. And I'm going to walk back out into the world. And that's that. Fuck you. Yeah, the guy with a mullet. He thinks he's something cool. Look at me. Look at mullet. That's like a hybrid of a hipster. And it's like, oh, yeah, I got a mullet. Yeah, what's your fanny pack? It's a blue-collar hipster. He's like wearing his fanny pack. And he's like riding one of those stupid bikes. You gotta keep your guns. You know, then somewhere. he goes home, he fucking goes to bed dressed like a fucking Quaker. Yeah. Fuck that guy, dude. I'll I'll fight a guy with a mullet or any variation of that like hipster world any day of the week. I'm not even a fighter I like to fight. Here's the thing about a mullet. It can slip into Euro Stalker Star real quick. And but you can tell the difference. The, but a mullet is the guy that with the that can give you good recommendations on the flavors of skull. And different cuts. Whereas a European Who soccer star... Who the fuck star, would want to know that shit? Well, someone with a mullet probably. But but a European soccer star mullet, they give you different um, tips on the best facial mo- moisturizer creams to use. Yeah, they'd be wearing a scarf. Yeah, a scarf. Yeah. Their nails would be manicured. Yeah, so they're... What we would consider over here to be like metrosexual. Very. Yeah. Yeah. I always wondered why... Um, People like have a problem with people that are gay or people that are like thinking about being gay. Cause it's like, dude, I have gay guys that live here, and it's 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 like, why is that a problem? Like they're not messy, you know. Yeah, they're not okay with smelling like you know we would smell. We come home from working all day, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, they're 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 polite. And uh, and Gary one day was saying like one of the guys here is he's like oh, I can't believe that guy's gay I'm like why he's, like, oh, he's a good looking guy I'm like dude most gay guys are good looking guys yeah, they, they care for themselves right yeah. right even if they're not good looking they put up the fucking effort yeah. to at least like acknowledge the fact that like I want to care about how I look and present myself you know mm-hmm. and um, there was this one gay guy I was friends with uh, back home and uh, I mean this dude was like gay like really gay. Like, flamboyantly gayer than a tree full of parakeets. Like, just really all over the place. And, um... <laughs> we are hanging out one day. I went to high school with him. And, um... I don't remember what we were doing, but I was like... Uh, we ended up going to my house. And uh, my mom comes home. And she's like, oh, nice to meet you and all this. And then she's like, uh... She goes, oh, can you help me with something? And she, she was, like, so, like, anticipating... That, like, I'm bringing this gay guy home and he's going to be my boyfriend because my mom is, like, needs to be, like, super liberal. Mm-hmm. Like, look at my gay son! And she would have been happy if I was gay and all my sisters were dating, like, one was dating a black guy. One was dating, like, a fucking Mexican guy. And mm-hmm. All this stuff. And one of them was a lesbian. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, but that was not the case with me, obviously. Two of my sisters were lesbians. None of them dated the black guy. So I guess she was, like, two for five. <laughs> but it's kind of, like, one and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, because I don't think you can count two gay sisters as, as like two on the liberal checkbox thing. But uh, my you mom is like, who's your new friend? And I'm like, his name's Rob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's like, is he staying for dinner? And I'm like, yeah. And Katie's coming too, who's the girl I was dating. At the time she goes, oh, your girlfriend's coming? I'm like, yeah. I go, what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, I'm acting weird. Yeah, she's like, nothing. 
So then, like, later that night, I was talking to my sister. She goes, yeah, she's probably hoping you were fucking the guy. You know how mom is. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> she's like, she didn't even be happy with bye. She wouldn't be as happy. Sure. I'm like, well, what about me as I am? She goes, no, you're a huge fucking disappointment. <laughs> you know, the one boy, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Sorry, mom. Yeah, I lived with a gay guy for a while. Never tried sucking cock. Don't know if I would have liked it, but I'm sorry I wasn't a better son. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I lived with a gay guy for a while. I could kill a guy son. in front of her. If I would immediately suck the guy's dick after, she'd be okay with it. Not the dead guy. There's a different guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's got her priorities, I guess. Yeah. She she wants to, you know, wear that T-shirt. Look at me. So like, you know, they have like the thing on the on the on the on the on the minivan with like the kids. Her her sticker would have been like me, like getting the like the stick figure, like getting the dude's dick in his mouth, mm-hmm. and then like two of the girls like scissoring other girls. Sure, scissor up. Yeah, and then like the other three sisters, you know, like one's like getting like. Skull fucked by a black guy, and then the other one's getting like you know gang banged by like a Chinese guy, a uh, Puerto Rican guy, and Sounds like a, good way a to tranny. Get, maybe a good guy to get good way to get pulled over there. That driving around with that. Not in Massachusetts, they'd get it. They'd be like, oh, that's just a mom that's proud of her. Oh, it's just a Kennedy. Yeah, it's a Kennedy supporter. One of the kids has probably fucking just shot a gay dude and then sucked another guy's dick. I let him go. Yeah, you guys do it different out there. I think. Yeah, yeah. Even my my dad one day he was like, he's like, you know, like he's like, uh, my mother was mad at me for something, and uh, I did something, and my dad was like, you know, if, she, if you were gay, she wouldn't care, and I'm like, I've never been so ridiculed for being straight in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Different set of standards. Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. I didn't check off that that one box for her. She was like, I almost had it. It's like a game of bingo. Well, it's never too. All the friends are like, bingo. And she's like, why won't he suck someone's dick? It's never too late, Rose. It is too late. It's too late. You're at the point in your life now where you know if you want a dick in your mouth or not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. That's... I don't want a dick in my mouth or my dick in another dude's mouth. Sure. I'm happy with our team. Yeah. Happy. So, you know, I'm a starting what? third baseman. So what? <laughs> I had one error this week, but other than that, than I got a 989 fielding percentage. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Oh, yeah. For a guy that's at the end of his career, not bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. About to retire and slip into something. I'm going to, you know, get into the Hall of Fame, and that's the girl I bring with me. Yeah. You know? Never used, well, I did use steroids, but they weren't the kind of steroids out of performance enhancing. They helped with the allergies. The allergies, yes. Some call that performance enhancing. Shooting in my ass. <laughs> Yep. What are you doing? I'm fuck. I got allergies. <laughs> I got the sniffs. It's like, why are you putting a needle in your ass? Because I have to. I'm gonna go lift this car. Yeah. If I had to testify in front of a grand jury, I would be like, I did use steroids. My doctor gave them to me because I had the sniffles. But I didn't inhale. Right. I did inhale. Well, my ass inhaled it. I think you're doing it wrong. I. I, <laughs> I had to drink this tonic too. Like, yeah. So um, I, I went to the pharmacy and I, I had to pick up the stuff. It was like kind of like an like a effervescent tablet type thing. And, uh, so you got medication that you drank and then you shoved things into your ass. Yeah. Well, not, I didn't shove it in my ass. I, I injected it into my ass cheek. 
Your mom might be happy with that. No, I told her about it, and she was like, why the fuck did you move to California? And I'm like... They do it different out here. Yeah. I'm like, to find love, mom. To find love. She's like, well, unless his name, his name, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> All right. Soundtrack. Fine. His name is... Yeah. <laughs> Their name. I had to drop this tablet in, and then I had to squeeze a lemon into it. And then put cayenne pepper, and then put this other stuff they gave me. That's just a cleanse. Well, it's not a cleanse. It started off as a cleanse, but um, the ingredients got more like uh, an antigen, I think it was called, or something. I don't know. But yeah, the first time I did it, I, 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 I did um, have catastrophic diarrhea. <laughs> and um, I was very worried about sure. why that was happening. Did you drink the solution on the toilet? After that? You no. Know. I didn't drink it outside of the house, though. Oh, you're riding light. Oh, I just did it in the morning. And plus, I was also doing the superfood mix, where, like, it's a, you get a scoop of the superfood powder, and it's like you're eating a, ba a, like a bale of hay, but it's kale, mm -hmm. in one scoop. And so, um, yeah, for, like, two yeah, your weeks. Your body was like, what are we doing here? Yeah, it's like, all right. First, you deprived me of meat. All right, whatever. Now... You're sh shooting shit up in your ass. You're, you're drinking this weird tonic. In There's this... no human in nature that's ever had consumed that much kale. They were not meant to consume kale like that. It tells you when you take when you put kale in your mouth. It tells you right away. Nope. Well, that's why I do it in the, the powder best, form. This isn't the thing to eat. Because it does literally like I, I, I as a kid I, I fell a lot on grass. Like I slipped in dog shit once and broke my foot. Oh my god. Yeah. What a what up? Yeah, I was uh, this place called Memorial Park. Uh, it's like Fountain Square. I'm um, Fountain Square, Mile Square in Fountain Valley, but not as big. Yeah. And uh, they have like a basketball court, it's like a big park. And I was I, running I with my sister parts. one day, barefooted. And, oh, you were barefoot too? Well, because we just got we were running back from the um, from the uh, sprinkler thing. All right. So we were running back to where our clothes so were. Dog shit. And I dog shit. Toes of your foot. Slipped and fell. Broke my foot, and my sister had to like, you know, put my arm, help me over to the to the back of the hose to spray the shit off my foot. Off your broken foot. And it's my broken foot, and then they brought me to the doctor, and uh, uh, at the end of it, they were putting the cast on me, and he was and like, "You should really need... talk to somebody." Yeah, you need to see a psychologist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, broke my foot. Gotta... Poop. Yeah. So. All right, well, we've talked about poop, we've talked about baseball, we've talked about basketball. But mainly we've talked to each other. And it's good to about see Australia. So, remember, zombieaterspodcast.org, go to our YouTube channel, uh, zombieaterspodcast presents Two Sweet Lambruscos, and go to Spotify, Apple, Google, Breaker, Aussie, oi, 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 <laughs> and listen to our podcast. Uh, we'll be back next week. Long loins. Polly. Fermi. Good night, Melbourne, Australia, Keep wherever you are. Perth. I think that's a funny word to say. Perth. It's like John Houseman. Perth. Stick the keys in my purse. <laughs> How do you spell that? P-E-R-T-H. Not Perth. Houseman. Perfect. It's Perth. Perfect. Is this trash? No. Yes, yes. You put a recyclable in there, yeah.